Good evening, you're about to listen to our programming. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, interview guests, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we try to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you. Here comes the terrible siren. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. And now, broadcasting from the heart of Metro Detroit, you're listening to the Odd Double the D's for double the fun. To borrow from my lovely wife, happy Golden Girls Reunion Day. (laughs) I think it's funny. Of course you do. Well, okay, fair enough. (laughs) There, There isn't a single person in this room right now that isn't terrible. No, I'm an angel. Lies. (laughs) Lies. You sit on a throne of lies, sir. I'm not lying, okay? Throne is a difference. Uh, good evening, good afternoon, good day, good whenever. You're listening to the very last episode of The Odd Pod. Not, not for the year, ever. This is it. There will be no more after tonight. Starting next week, you'll be listening to The Cult of Odd. We wanted to... Uh, send the old girl off in uh, a good fashion we had intended for Corey, Ace, and I all to be together together again um, to, to send the show off. But unfortunately, uh, Ace had a death in the family, and it is more important for him to be with his family, both in his opinion and ours, yeah. to uh, spend that time together and, and heal. So we... <clears throat> We do want to send our condolences and our love and our thoughts and, and you know, good vibes to Ace and his family. Um, this year has been rough. We've lost quite a few people, you know, both famous and, you know, close to home. Um, and uh, even though we, we seem to make light of things, we... we do not ignore the gravity of them. Uh, Betty White passed away this morning, um, and uh, I didn't believe it until TMZ reported it. It's a shame that TMZ is just, you know, the the rag nasty, you know, celeb news paper. But there is one thing that I trust them for, and that is when celebrities die. If TMZ is reporting it, it's true. Yeah. And uh, so I, I had seen one person uh, put R.I.P. Betty White, and I went, huh. And I went and checked, and TMZ had reported, you know, 
she passed away this morning. Just, uh, what, two weeks shy of her 100th birthday? Yeah, something like that. I didn't even hear about it until I got over here. Yeah. But I was sleeping all day. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> 18 days from her birthday. Yeah, 18 days away from her 100th birthday. She was going to do something big for it, too. Which, to me, wonders, what did she see coming in 2022? And was like, that's it. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> Just gave up her mortality. Like, <laughs> like she dipped on us quick. Right. So, uh, buckle up. <laughs> Somebody on my feed was like, somebody check on Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about the queen? <sighs> I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Like, Betty White was 99 years old. Yeah. yeah like, she was she was 18 days shy of 100. It is sad that Betty White's presence will no longer be in the world. Yeah. It is shocking for the sense that she was, like, had this big party planned for her 100th and everything. And, you know... Everybody was like, "Yep, she's gonna make it," and then, but realistically, she was ninety nine. Yeah, you know, she was such a fucking fighter. She was. Yeah, but she was resilient. You can only fight for so long. Yeah, and, and great. The human body has a shelf life. All right, we may not have an expiration date stamped on us, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter how how much you take care of yourself or how much you like, you know basically fill your body with poisons like i do um when it's your time it's your time mm-hmm. you know you could run you know 5k's religiously you know you could be in the gym you could eat only the healthiest of healthy food you know you could have enough money to have your blood changed like a fucking oil change every so often and you it, can pray to Sky Daddy as much as you want. Yep, but it Dude, does not matter. Do you think Facebook's going to start flagging your old uh, Betty White's immortal memes as a fact check or something? Maybe. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope they do. I'll take that 10-day ban. Because <laughs> I deserve it at that point. I was wrong, Facebook. That's 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 what it comes down to. We better watch for Keith Richards, <laughs> says Mr. Brown. Yeah. No, no. There'll be two things left when the great nuclear war happens. It'll be cockroaches and Keith Richards. So same thing. <laughs> um, no, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's a little bittersweet, you know, because like the Odd Pod was what I I came back and you know launched after I got back, and uh, it's not like we're we're not doing the show on Fridays anymore. It's just a, a rebrand um, because there are too many Odd Pods out there. Yeah. There, there are no other cults of odd. There is no other cult of odd. So, and it'll link you to like oddities and things like that. And, <clears throat> and uh, you have to bear with me because the seasonal change has got me fucked up. Um, the weather being so like bouncing back and forth between hot and cold at warm yeah. and cold. Is it raining, snowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's got my allergies all messed up. I think I heard your neighbors having a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, I fucked up my hip last week, and it has not been a fun week. It's it's been uh, I'm in a lot of pain, even as I sit here doing this. So, don't you love getting old? No, <laughs> no. You seemed excited about it. Never. <laughs> not once. Not once in my life. Only when I was a kid, and I was like, when I'm an adult, I can do this. And like, I was thinking like 18. You know, 18 was an adult yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I just, no, I'm, I hurt. I don't like it. No, sir. Not one bit. <laughs> um, 
Busy week, though, despite being in pain. I, I had three interviews this week. Mm. One of which you'll hear the interview roulette for tonight. And that was uh, with uh, actor and writer uh, Travis Dunn. As uh, the title of our show tonight is Done and Over With. Done and Over With. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you always have a lot of creative names. Well, I mean, most of the time the names come from something we said in the show, so. <laughs> um, but no, uh, so you'll hear Travis Dunn a little bit later. You watched the interview because uh, you came over early to actually study. And yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. Two weeks. I'm proud of me, too. Yeah. <laughs> Two times now that you were going to be here, and you I wanted to, to study. Off of it too. Yeah, just in case you're here next week. Right. Uh, what'd you think of the interview with Travis? I liked it. Uh, I liked how ready he was, too, uh, when you mentioned, what was the name of the... Decapitarium. Decapitarium, yeah. <laughs> that was funny when he held up that little thing. Right, I saw the poster behind him, but... And, and because <laughs> of the way the camera works, like, you, you know, it'll, it'll switch to whoever's talking. You know, I, I mentioned the cafeteria. I was see the poster back there, and when it goes back to him, he's already got the the placard held up. Like, yep, right here, the cafeteria. Um, really fun horror movie. If you like the the goofy parody style horror movies, um, think uh, you know, Reanimator, Brain That Wouldn't Die. You know, with uh, its own twist on things. It's yeah, actually I like movies like that. Yeah, it's it's actually like a loosely based on the pit and the pendulum um and there are, are edgar Allan poe jokes throughout the whole thing nice like if you you watch and, and see there's like one guy one cop named edgar one named Allen. you know there's uh references all throughout the background and stuff like that and and flash gordon is in I was it gonna say, was that the same movie you caught the flash yeah. Gordon reference? yeah yeah so the actor that played flash gordon is in decapitarium and, uh, yeah, there are little nods to him playing Flash Gordon throughout the movie as well. It it really was a fun movie, and I, I recommend you guys check it out. Also, uh, on YouTube, you can look up Hank and Honey, which is like a, a dark humor holiday special. I think it's only like 9 to 15 minutes long. Yeah. Um, and uh, Travis Dunn was in that as well, and it was entertaining uh, at least. You, if you like watching a lot of those crime shows, like Homicide Happened in My Neighborhood and stuff like that, you've seen Travis. He always plays a cop, always. Yeah, he mentioned that. <laughs> I, um, I think it's wild that he was able to go from like acting to writing. Because like, if I did acting, I don't think I'd like the writing part of it. You know what I mean? Like, whereas you would. I See, I wonder, like, because I would think that going from acting to writing is not going to be that big of a step for almost anyone. Because I'm sure you're in a scene mm -hmm. and, like, your brain, like, you're, you're doing what the director is telling you. You're doing what the script calls for. But, like, your brain starts running through how this scene could work differently, how it could be done differently. And I think that would be a natural progression of things over the course of acting for a while that, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, 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 like, does this work? All right, well, let's write it out and see if it works. You know, you How might. lines are improv Yeah. Show or movie? Oh, I'm sure a bunch. Especially yeah. Especially over multiple that, takes and things like that. And that translates. That. Yeah. So I, I think it would be a natural progression over the course of time that, you know, you might, just for shits and giggles, not to try and do anything. But, yeah, you would, you probably would be more at home acting because you know you get up there to to lie for a living right <laughs> and i'm good at doing that with myself so i figure 
why not try it out? I like that he didn't even do that until he was 36, though. Right, yeah, like, that he was... a testament to just, like, keep doing stuff, yeah. whatever, you know? Well, as he said in the interview, you know, he was a construction <laughs> supervisor before. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, if you're a Cult of Odd Plus member or a, a Cult of Odd member uh, or a Patreon, you can either hear the full interview um, or watch the full interview. Uh, the uh, interview roulette will be going up tomorrow. Um, you'll hear it tonight, of course, in the show, but if you want to watch it and see the, the back and forth, because, again, seeing sometimes is better because there is, like, an animated nature to how people talk and move and things like that. And you can see the poster that we talked about that he held up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll want to go check that out. Um, Travis is just a, a really cool dude. He's, he's pretty laid back, down to earth. You saw him interacting on my wall. Mm-hmm. You know, talking with uh, people that were commenting and, and whatnot. You know, he's just kind yeah, of a chill dude. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and then next week, you'll have Joe Castro and Steven Escobar. Uh, I did a tandem interview. Yeah. That which, was the extra interview I got to watch. Yeah. That was interesting, just back and forth, you know. Yeah. Trying to, to keep straight and stay in the time limit that I had and, you know. I think I did well, though. So did you like having a, a tandem partner as opposed to just doing one-on-one? Um, it wasn't bad. Yeah. You know, it, it was different. It, um, but, uh, you know, basically in the way that I organized it is I jumped from one to the other. I, if I asked one a question, I had a, a question that, you know, was crafted off that one to fit the other one's interest. Because, like, Joe's, Joe's a special effects artist and Steven is an editor uh for movies and tv shows so there were certain questions that it was easy enough to to like swap Rolling back and forth yeah. with and how does that affect how would that affect your job yeah um and then to the the switchback you know where it was ask joe a question steven answer it ask steven a question and him answer it and then ask joe and like the back and forth that way that that seemed to make it easier for me to keep track of yeah so I, I wasn't like constantly starting with one and going to the other as secondary, but uh, you'll get the interview roulette for that next week, um, and then the the full interview will be up on the Patreon as well. Um, I was also interviewed this week. Oh, very cool! Yeah, I was on a show called Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Uh, we said it it should air or drop in about four weeks. Okay. So. Um, that was uh, interesting as well. The the flip side of the coin of being asked questions. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. I, I well, you know me. I can right. talk about damn near anything. <laughs> you just got to give me a prompt and let me go. Right. So yeah, that was it. Was fun, and uh, I got a few more of those coming up. That you know is is going to be uh, interesting as well. Um, I don't know, man. Like. When I started this a year ago, I was hoping that, you know, something would happen, but never in a million years could I figured this would be what happened. I mean, you hope it every time. It's, it's been your dream for a while. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm having fun, and I'm, I'm glad, you know, that we've had a lot of fun, though, this year and, and this season, I guess, yeah. with this. I, there's not really seasons. It's just an episode thing. Right, just ever, ever long. Yeah. <laughs> Because like one season X amount of episodes. Even oh, when yeah, we start, this is number fifty-eight. Yeah, this is number fifty-eight. Yeah. Even when we start Cult of Odd, it'll be Cult of Odd episode fifty-nine. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not starting over. Right. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Because <laughs> uh, everything, you know, all the 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 names and all the the info has been switched over, anyways. At this yeah, point, it's all the same so, account. Plus, you get all the old stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it'll just be everything will be marked Cult of Odd. And then episode numbers. So somewhere down the line, someone's going to be like, where's the other 58 episodes of the Cult of Odd? What's this Odd Pod shit? And yeah, yeah, we did it just to fuck with you. You're welcome. How's your week? How's your week been? How was your Christmas? Uh, Christmas was great. I went up to Clio. Uh, We went to a movie. It's the first time I ever went to a movie on Christmas Day. Okay. Uh, The theater was pretty packed. Saw the new Matrix. Okay. What I didn't know was that's what we were going to go see. So I had watched the new Matrix on HBO the morning before I went up there. Ah. Uh, <laughs> which was like the 23rd. Oops. So I got a really good laugh out of that. Yeah. <laughs> How was it on the big screen versus watching it at home? It was great. Because they had a better sound system than me. You know. Chairs were really comfy. But what I didn't like about that movie, I felt like it was too long. Okay. I started falling asleep the first time I watched it at home and in a big comfy theater chair. Yeah. Did the same thing. But you had already seen it, so yeah. you know, it's not that big of a loss. <laughs> I actually planned on taking a nap. <laughs> you know, I, well, I work nights, you know, I work third shifts. Yeah. So, like now I'm hanging out with a bunch of people that work like morning shifts. They're up at like early. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I, you know, I I, I I my only like issue with the new Matrix movies, like I, I enjoyed it, I thought it was okay. You know, I, I, I didn't mind how long it was, um, but uh, it it feels like uh, it should have been titled Matrix Hold My Meta, because mm-hmm. like it's just it's so on top of itself. Yeah, you know, it's it's so conscious of itself, and then like watching everybody freak out over um, the fact that you know the change that happened yeah. I mean I, I don't want to be a spoiler and everything but the change that happened I actually got a message on and I was like no it, it's pretty much been that way the whole time it, if you go back and watch the first one mm. the change that happens in this one is not that out of nowhere right you know, and uh, I mean, I have things I could say about this movie off air. Right? Yeah. When we <laughs> when we go to break, because we'll have time. Yeah. But I uh, seen it yet. oh, sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, watched the new Spider-Man movie. I haven't seen that yet. Spider-Man. I've heard it's good. Yeah. It's good. No way home is is. Yeah. I'll check it out. I thought it was funny, though, in The Matrix when they did jabs at uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. They did it a few times. Oh, yeah. One really, uh, two, ob- two really obvious. Yeah, just others. couldn't help it. It was funny. <laughs> uh, new contest from Motor City Candleworks is coming soon involving my logo stickers. Ah, I think he's going to do something that I've done before. What's that? Well, um... Motor City Candle Works has stickers. I've got a few of them. Uh, you can, uh, and I, I started noticing that he's he's putting them up places, mm. like on on store doors and stuff like that. I'm almost wondering if he's going to do like I did with Found Odd years ago, 
where if you found our logo sticker in the wild, you were to take a picture of it, tell us where you found it, and, you know, you would get some sort of prize for it. Yeah. So, I, I'm assuming that that's going to be something similar, which is cool, because, you know, you get people out paying attention, and, hey, you know, make sure you snap a pic. Yeah. Um, let's see. I like the idea of it. We, uh, I watched Don't Look Up. I did too. I really enjoyed Don't Look Up. I, I see why everybody was turning it off. I liked it. Um, I watched that on Christmas Day, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little too painfully accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you don't like hard pills to swallow, you're not gonna like Don't Look Up. (laughs) But I, I, I likened it because I, I did like a mini review on the on my Facebook page without going into too many details and whatnot is I think that Don't Look Up is going to be this generation's network. Um, for those of you that are old enough to remember, Network was the, the movie where the, the TV news anchor just kind of loses his shit because, you know, they're they're being forced to lie to the american people about things and or ignore certain aspects and the it's where the 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 famous line you i'm mad as hell and i'm not gonna take it anymore that's where that comes from i've heard that line yeah Yeah. um so i if you are into watching older movies if you're wondering what the hell i'm talking about go seek out the movie network it is a satire um but it is a more dramatic satire in a way like i haven't ever seen it it's very because i've seen a lot of old movies yeah it's very similar in style um like dramatic satire like don't look up is like there's there's humorous moments but it's by no means a comedy yeah you know and someone was like well it's like idiocracy and i was like no it's 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 not you know idiocracy is is cartoonish yeah this is more unfortunately real (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we got a bunch of shit to talk about tonight, though. Don't worry. Uh, we're going to get into some of it. I'm just killing time until we uh, roll into our interview roulette segment. You're also going to get music tonight from Robert Lewis, um, who there's a promo that runs before his for his, his new show here on Tap Detroit. Uh, you're going to get Leaving Lifted, and you're also going to get the Chinchillionaires with my favorite song, We Are Legion. Uh, Christmas is over. We're not playing the Christmas song anymore. <laughs> uh, part of the reason I threw my hip out is because we were trying to get a couch into the house. Yeah, so sorry. I heard a couple stories about this couch. I was like, did the legs come off? They're like, no, it's no. a really solid piece. Yeah. Well, the legs did actually come off before. Right. The legs just weren't on when we brought it over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was just too big. That sucks. Yeah. Well, our front door is too narrow. The only way we can get furniture into the house is through the window. So, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I uh, um, I actually got a person's bed stuck. It was like a really narrow hallway stairs <laughs> that led up into the apartment. You know, and me and uh, her brother moving this bed <laughs> wedged got, it. Yeah. <laughs> but we just had to shove it through, which is what we did. Didn't work for the box frame, obviously. No. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, so, like, with the, the, the furniture, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Christmas. Yeah, no, it, I, I was roundabout way to Christmas. Is the, the Christmas tree came down Christmas. Okay. 
because we had to get it out of the way to maneuver a couch through a window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's nice getting those trees out of the way anyway. We just took down Christmas yesterday. No, she'd have it up for at least well into January. Yeah. It would be pulling teeth to get the tree down. Is that her second favorite season? No, that's her favorite season. Halloween doesn't trump it? Oh, that's fair. I've never had much for Christmas. Did you make your big reveal about uh, Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We <laughs> I can't, haven't got to that episode yet. You can't kink shame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I know you, uh, <laughs> you... I'm sure you caught flack. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I want to give a, a big shout out to who we're deeming our holy mother. Uh, All praise be to her. For her care package that was left on the, the front porch. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. Um, the, the goodies and, and treats are, are well appreciated, and I cannot wait to use that bean bag tonight. Oh, those are so cool. Like, I'm I'm totally down for it. Like, I there was a piece of paper in there. I pulled it up, and I was like, huh. And I, I grabbed the paper and I, I turned it over and it says microwave for two minutes, then put it on your hip. And I was like, I know exactly what this is now. Oh, they're great. Oh. I've I've gotten them as a gift from her like every year for a while. She met somebody that made them uh, through her old job and things like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you what, best gift ever because it's going to get passed between Ollie and I on a regular basis, I'm sure. Yeah. Even if you just put them under your blanket. Yeah. Instantly warms you up. I'm excited. Yeah. My hip is excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, I use it on my shoulder blades. We uh, going back and forth about uh, in the last episode we had mentioned that uh, you and Ace, Ace is like my right hand man, and you're like the altar boy. Yeah, I found that out. Uh, my mom came to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about that, I thought she sent you uh, an old picture, like uh, when I had my stepdad. Okay. Um, his mom had made me like a little rag. She made rags for the house, and I wore it like a yarmulke. Mm-hmm. And they took a picture of me. <laughs> so uh, I thought she sent that to you. No. <laughs> nope, she was just listening. Yeah. <laughs> and then she found out you didn't listen. She's like, "How?" dare he not listen to the episodes that when he's not there and i was like he doesn't even listen to the ones when he is here we had that same conversation prior to you saying that <laughs> in the car i just started laughing uh i would like to announce uh, i didn't get it into the uh the the recordings for this week or the editing that i i had to do um again i hurt i was in this chair as little as possible this week um but we do have a new Patreon subscriber, uh, a Mr. C. Wheezy. Oh, live shout out. Yeah, a, a Mr. <laughs> C. Wheezy. Uh, Bueller. It's because I'm a mouth breather. Yeah, C. Wheezy. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because like the program that I use to generate that voice that reads them. Oh, my God. There's a way that I'm going to have to spell it. So it says it right. So it, Yeah, oh, so it says it right. So... Uh, back to like Microsoft Sam. Yeah, we very play around with it. <laughs> very much so. I mean, you hear it; it sounds way better than what we we had to play with before. Yeah. But yeah, there there is some definite fuckery that I have to do with spelling <laughs> to get it to say things that I want it to say. Uh, uh, when I wanted it to say billiam, 
and the closest I can get is Billy Yum. <laughs> Billy, <no. laughs> Billy Yum. Uh, but uh, and there's there's a couple other words too that I had to do some spelling fuckery with to get it to say it right. Right, because so. you got to sound it out at that point. Yeah, how the but fuck? We have all the old practice from Microsoft Sam. That's what yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I I can I can get it there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're heading into the, the new year and, uh, I am excited to bring you the cult of odd and, uh, the, the first interview that we have, um, I've, I've got, uh, a very busy January and I'm, I'm hoping I can get this hip to heal fairly quickly. Um, how much of, of this year with the show do you honestly remember? You know, I go in and out. <laughs> Uh, do no, you have a? Uh, I haven't been on that many shows, so I remember a lot of them. Do you, um, Do you have a favorite moment from when you were here? I know you gave me a time mark of episode one, uh, nineteen <laughs> minutes and twenty four seconds. <laughs> what was it? What did, What did I, I said, miss? Like, I'm gonna make them come or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was like I, I was went through. Work laughing. I went through and listened, and I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> Uh, but do you have a, a favorite moment from the season? Outside of the recent stuff that's happening with the, the show itself, um, probably like when we br- brought up conspiracy theories and aliens and talking about Bigfoot and stuff, because we all get really into it and excited and passionate. Yeah. Uh, I think the first time we did it, I thought we were running over. I was like, oh, are we going to kick somebody else's show off? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> you're like, no, the whole show is mine right now. Yeah, the whole <laughs> network is it's mine. Which was awesome. Because we just ran over like, Probably 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. It was fun. But if it came up at the end and Ace and I and you all got going, yeah, there's a good possibility. Yeah, we started looking stuff up. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, before I go to break, Billy, do you have a favorite moment from the season? Probably uh, the episode about toxic masculinity. Okay. It was a much more serious show than usual, but it was still... I enjoyed... Almost the entire thing of that. I was still an asshole is what he's getting at. I mean, yes, but <laughs> it was a lot more serious, less jokey. Dear, do you have one? I have two. Huh? I have two. What, two? And you'll have to speak up because... Uh, the sticker story. <laughs> I'm going to need more stickers. <laughs> and then any episode that you were doing solo because Corey wasn't in my house. No, yeah, kidding. no, I I'm could see kidding. it. Jesus. No, I'm kidding. She needs a break. <laughs> it's that schnoz, man. Oh, I need a I know. break, but it's not from you right now. No, like, the shows that you did where you were able to rant about specific things that were really pissing you off. There's still a lot more of those. I just haven't done them. But, I know. Yeah. Normally, I have to hear them. This time, somebody else had to hear them. <laughs> God damn it, I thought it, so you're going to hear it. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, I've got uh, one or two um, instances in the group from other people that enjoyed certain things this year. We're going to read those, and then we're going to jump into some of the news stories and stuff that I have um, before we head back out for uh, the the end of the fun size version and continue on with the the other two hours of nonsense.
And fun. And fun. Nonsense and fun. <laughs> Um, we want to thank you for spending your New Year's Eve with us, if you are. Um, we know you're probably pre-gaming if you're going out, and uh, we're happy that we can be that shot of funny before you go out and regret whatever it is you're going to do tonight. Oh, and drive safe. Uh, yeah, drive <laughs> safely. Yeah, that's a big one. Call an Uber. Or, yeah, yeah. that expensive. Call an Uber. Right. But don't they usually run deals, too? Yeah, like, like there's surge pricing of of course, but there's like a, a, a discount if you're too intoxicated. Right. So I think so. I know they used to do stuff like that. So, anyways, you're going to get the uh, interview roulette with uh, Travis Dunn. Wow, my brain just fried there for a minute. Um, and you're also going to get uh, Robert Lewis leaving lifted and the Chinchillionaires. You're listening to the very last episode of the Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com, and we will be back. Howdy, howdy! This is Ace coming at you. On behalf of me and Captain Ron, we just wanted to wish everybody at the studio and everybody at home a happy new year. Have fun, be safe, and enjoy. Enjoy 2022. Now it's time for our Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to Bryce Rogers, Tiki, Billy Yum, Justin Burnside, and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. Welcome to Anf for joining the Cult of Odd Plus. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut and girthy uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash cult of VOD. Become a patron and reap the benefits today. Are you tired of incense that stinks? Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. A new year is almost upon us. A chance at new beginnings, new affirmations, and a new you. Don't you want a new you? Isn't the old you, tired, hopeless, and full of toxicity that needs to be purged? We can help. We can make you better. We only require permission, consent to letting us in and we'll show you a whole new you. Stay tuned, we'll be here, waiting, watching, for you to make the right choice. The only choice there is. Join us. Join us and you'll never be alone again. We promise. With me is Travis Dunn. Travis, thank you for joining me. Hey, Rod, how's it going today? Oh, it's going, I don't know where, but it's still going there. It's time for interview roulette. You ready? Oh, that's my favorite game. All right. Soft or crunchy tacos? Crunchy. Why crunchy? Um, mainly because I have been eating them for 40 plus years, and those are my favorite. I prefer the soft tacos myself. Hmm. I, uh, I always end up seeming to get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, my wife goes for soft, too, so that, yeah. that's not that important. Yeah. Uh, what would you want 
superpowers from? Nature, magic, or science? Oh, magic any day. Any specific uh, realm of magic or just magic in general? Mm. Magic in general. I can think of a lot of different ways to go on that one. Yeah. Uh, what would your superpower or superhero name be? Well, I have to do better than the last one they gave me. Um, I don't know. Tex Cowboy? I don't know. I've heard worse. Yeah, I don't know. What is the weirdest smell you've ever smelt? A dead body. Okay, explain. Oh, I've had a weird life. I have found dead bodies on different occasions, and it has an odor to it that I just can't put into words. It's, it's really distinctive. You know, like weed has a certain smell to it when it's being smoked. No, officer, I don't know what a... you're talking about. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. But, yeah, dead bodies, they have a certain stench to it, but it's a different kind of smell. Okay. And it's it's not like a dead animal. It's it's something different. Fair enough. Um, if you could make one of your hobbies into a profession, which would it be? Which oh, hobby would it be? Racing. Racing. Well, you did make it into a profession, sort of, right? I did. I got to race professionally for five five years. So then, right now, what is a hobby that you have that you would that you haven't done already? I'm a weird person. Everything I ever wanted to do, I already did it. Kind of in the same boat. I kind of didn't let things stop me in life. It was like, okay, you got a problem here, whatever, back issues. Okay, you're still jumping out of that plane. Yeah. Then I went and jumped out of the plane. It was like, it hurts, it hurts. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm a very much a make shit happen type person myself. Yeah. The worst thing you can ever do is get to the end of life and um, honestly have a bunch of, I wish I'd done this. Yeah. No regrets. I got, I got two of those in my life. What are they? In high school, I was so overwhelmed by a girl, good looks, I couldn't ask her out. I actually was intimidated by her good looks. You know, she was a very nice person. I couldn't ask her out. So that was one of my, you know, one of the ones that's like, I wish I could go back and change that. If it was a no, that would be fine. But at least I asked the question. Right. What was the other one? Um, and if you don't want to tell me, you don't have to. Okay, that one's a little personal. Okay, that's fair. Like, I, you, I, don't, I don't want to put anyone on the spot. But if you get to the end of life and you have a real short list of what-ifs, you did well. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree. If you're waiting for the perfect time to do something, there is no perfect time to do anything. If you could secretly look through the email of any person currently alive, whom would it be? Hmm. Well, let's see here. I want to play the stock, so I'm guessing Warren Buffett. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That or uh, anyone big in cryptocurrency. Yeah, which I thoroughly don't understand. So <laughs> I better stick to Warren Buffett. <laughs> I have a very basic understanding of what it is and, and how it works. Um, 
I myself, I think I have like 70 cents in Bitcoin right now. <laughs> like just cause. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then are there any funny stories your family tells about you that you can tell us? Let's see here. Which ones will not get me arrested? Well, no, we can't tell that story. Oh, I shouldn't tell that story. Okay, I got one funny one for you. Kind of interesting, the one you shouldn't tell. (laughs) Well, I may tell you that one anyway, if you want to hear it. I got one for you that's fairly clean. I was on set, and uh, they had me up up the mountains in Colorado, and they put me up in this really nice house. But they didn't bother to sell me. I'd be staying there with four other people. Well, it was fine. Everybody had their own bedroom, home baths. You know, it was really nice. But I didn't know these people from Adam. I just met them that one day, but I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. So I walk into the living room, and I go, hey, guys, it's been great meeting all of you. Uh, I'm going to turn in for the night. Um, just one little minor thing. I sleepwalk occasionally. Not every night, just every now and again, you know, maybe once a week. If you see me walking through the house, just tap me on the shoulder. I'll wake up and I'll go right back to bed. All right. I'm about halfway down the hallway and I, I turn around and go, oh, one more thing. I sleep in the nude. Everybody died out laughing, and the next night, I, we had like 15 people staying, or not in order to stay, but they were actually at our house just to see what I'd do next. And it became the, it became, it became the comedy house, because it was the funny one. Everyone trying to get a peek at you sleepwalking nude. Yeah, pretty much, well, whatever stupid thing I was going to say next. <laughs> No, uh, I, I, I understand that one as well, because uh, I'm not a comedian. I just happen to be funny at times, you know? I'm and, not either. I just, I can, I, I have the ability just to think of things on my feet. Yeah, that's the same thing. I, I am, I am faster and more sharp-witted than your average individual. And uh, the wife hates it because my main bread and butter is puns. I drive my wife crazy too, but I've rubbed off on her after 15 years and she's now she doesn't oh my wife too she's not as uh she's not as 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 brutal with it as i am like i i went on a a, an hour-long run the other day with cheese puns i know well you want to talk about embarrassing i want to walk in my neighborhood and light up suspenders you know, little Christmas lights, mm-hmm. dunk, 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 dunk. a Christmas hat, a uh, cocaine-snorting Santa t-shirt, and a dog in a light-up Christmas tree coat. <laughs> so there you go. Now you don't feel so silly. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've said that once the beard goes completely gray, because there's still a little red left in it, once it goes completely gray, I'm going to do one year as Santa, so... Might as well. Yeah. I mean, why the hell not? I'd like to go play Santa. Unfortunately, I'd be kind of like bad Santa. and um, You're too skinny to play Santa. I am now. Yeah. But I used to be 260 pounds. So I know. You were you were fairly big in uh, Decapitarium. So. 
Yeah, it was pretty heavy. Uh, that's why they were like, yeah, we're going to might shoot another one. And I was like, you want me to be the same size? And I'm like, no, you can stay skinny. <laughs> Good. All right, Travis, um, is there any projects you've got coming up that you want to tell us about to keep an eye out for? Well, uh, I may, I've actually decided to go start doing a little stand-up, so you may see me out touring later on in the year. Okay. Uh, do you come up this way, or do you stay, you know, West Coast, Lower South? Uh, honestly, um, we haven't decided that yet. Okay. Managers haven't decided on what they want to do with me. Well, and they want to see how good I really am on stage. I would imagine you've got a website, right? Oh, yeah. I've got one called Lost Dragon Studios. That's my film studio. Uh, you can see some of my works of the documentaries I've written and directed. Uh, some of my individual uh, commercials I've uh, written and directed. That kind of thing on it. We'll make sure we link to that with uh, this interview. Um I want to thank you again for taking the time to hang out with me and uh, tell me some stories. I absolutely love Hi, this is your friendly neighborhood radio DJ, Odd Man. Just wanted to let you know that the Odd Pod has an official merch shop set up for all the oddities eager to get covered in a bit of odd. Or maybe you want to seduce your partner by slipping into something a little more odd. Ooh, maybe you just want to wallpaper a room in your house with stickers, because we got them too. I'm going to need more stickers. You can find a link on our page via Facebook or on our page over at tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod. So show your support and love for the odd pod today by picking up something from our store. Hi, it's me again. Are you tired of not fitting in? Do you long to be part of a group? To give yourself over to a collective energy greater than your own? You're welcome here. You're worthy. We already love you. Let our love in. Embrace the unknown and give in to the magnetic pull of our leader. Our leader. Our leader. Our leader. He loves you, just the way you are. Join us. We are many. We are one. We are love and devotion. You will never be lonely again. Your family may not understand and accept you, but we will. Our love is pure and just. We have been waiting for you. you, you. Find us. Join us. Become us. Join the cult of our Hey, this is Robert Lewis. Tune in to Radio Americana Detroit this Sunday, January 2nd at 2 o'clock p.m. on Tap Detroit. Check out my interview with Frank Grimaldi and Mike Conley of Waterford Zone, Slowfoot. That's Sunday, 2 o'clock p.m., January 2nd, on tapdetroit.com. Slave. But when they 
ocarina Up on their feet I see them every day Down on their knees and to the beast they pray No, where does the money go? They got no love within us I'm gonna prove who's who till I'm blue in the face do it. Maybe we can take it on the road and do a show It'll be a whole new level when the devil doesn't go What I mean is don't say it I can see it We're not playing I don't wanna do it Once again We are legion What I mean is don't say it I can see it We're not playing I don't wanna do it Once again We are legion When I did, I finally saw it clear. The beast I sharpened my spear, the fear went away. Staring in the mirror, and it was me away. Maybe I was dreaming, but I see it and I believe that it was real. Cause I feel this demon in me. What I mean is, don't say it. I can see it. What I'm I don't wanna do it on me. Once again, we What I mean is, don't say it. I can see it. What I'm I don't wanna do it on me. Once again, we
Insanity.com was nice enough to give me a new home for my brand of insanity. You're listening to The Odd Pod. Stick around after and check out all the great content and music available only on TapDetroit.com. Well, it seems like a reasonable request. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and uh, we really hope you enjoyed the uh, interview roulette with uh, Travis Dunn. If you want to become a Cultivad uh, Plus member, you can see the full video. It goes up to the Patreon tomorrow, um, as well as the uh, full audio version. It's a regular Cultivad member, or you can just join at the $5 tier and you know get access to all the episodes. We've got options for you, and... Uh, uh, the music, of course, is is always a favorite of ours. Robert Lewis is a local musician. Uh, he's also got a show here on Tap Detroit called Radio Americana Detroit. Um, you also heard music from Leaving Lifted, which is another Michigan band. Um, and then finally, the Chinchillionaires, who are our our best friends. We 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 like the Chinchillionaires. Yeah, I've uh, heard them in a lot. A I, lot of the shows. I, I like them. I, they I, have a great sound. Yeah. Well, and that that We Are Legion song, I really, really like. Um, Cup of Cheer that they released for Christmas was was another great one. It's it's perfect Christmas song. I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, you're going you're to like it. Yeah. And uh, pretty much everything they've sent me, I've enjoyed. So, um, We were talking about uh, people's favorite moments, and uh, Mr. Brown in the chat had said, uh, I'm not entirely sure exactly which moment, but I've enjoyed seeing the success from your first patron to your first interview. So, uh, that that's heartwarming. Uh, Hootis had said early on, on the show, I love the crazy-ass news stories every week, those serious episodes where you get shit off your chest and talk about things that need to be said, and trying to get get you guys to laugh with the shit I say in chat. He said on a personal level, because Hootis and I talk quite a bit away from the show, yeah. he, uh, he, uh, a personal level, the show is what introduced us, and I'm so thankful to have you in my life. Uh, your mom commented, because your mom's listening right now. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, our holy mother. <laughs> uh, and uh, she said her favorite moment is my son, the altar boy. <laughs> she is currently uh, going between two levels of a, a home, watching the Michigan game, and then running to the basement to listen to us. I feel bad. I heard Michigan's losing. So, And she also said she's sending the picture of you. So yes, I, I can't that. wait for that. I saw that. Uh, that's, you know I'm going to have some fun <laughs> with it, right? It. Yeah, because I'm not the only one that's going to see it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, to be fair, it's a good photo. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be our very own baby New Year. Right. <laughs> I mean, you've seen my kindergarten picture. Yeah. I look exactly the same. You do. Oh my god. Like you you your face just got bigger. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's really it. all that happens. <laughs> your face just got bigger. That's it. Like... <laughs> yeah. Same thing, just scaled it up. No, no. His his kindergarten picture is exactly him just with a smaller face that's it <laughs> smaller face slightly smaller head and whatnot the ears are the same size yeah so you can find me <laughs> a strong wind can find you and carry you away yeah we took a field trip to chicago one time i was like i don't feel safe <laughs> <laughs> somebody get me some earmuffs <laughs> i need a dampener um 
I, it's, it's just, it's so weird. Like I, I've had so much fun this past year and uh, I can't wait to see, you know, what happens for us in 2022 with the show. Um, I'm looking forward to the, the switch. Um, as we've been saying, you know, we've been joking that the FBI will be paying close attention to us soon, probably. But then again, what kind of cult calls themselves a cult, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all have names like you know Heaven's Gate or Scientology or. You know, uh, Scientology isn't a cult. No. No, not at all. Okay. I believe it 100. percent Go on. If you say so. <laughs> it's not made up at all. No. Tell me how much you spent on those books, bud. <laughs> Just my life savings. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And access to all the income coming into my house. So. Well, see, if you look up the definition of the cult, we're not requiring anyone to give us their life savings. That's true. And we're not requiring anyone to have sex with me. Are you making punch at the end of all this? <laughs> You're not required. It's just a perk. <laughs> uh, no. Good. Uh, we, what we, we make is our fun time party liquid. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, fun time party <laughs> liquid. Yeah. Drink up. <laughs> One of us. But no, it's it's just it's been a fun ride. I've I enjoyed our tell me a story segments. Um, I enjoyed those quite a bit. We haven't done it in a while, uh, but that's because you know we've morphed and kind of moved on to to other things and tried different things to see what did well and, and what got paid attention to. And then I started the YouTube channel and I've, I've started doing a little bit more with the videos that I'm putting up. I, I'm not a video editor. I'm not. Yeah. You no, know, they look good though. Yeah. It's just, it's something to, to have another medium to get it out there. I am toying with an idea though, and maybe you guys can share your input on it and you as well listening at home. Um, instead of putting the interview roulette, up as its own video and then the following day the the podcast goes up with it in it i'm thinking about just taking the interview roulette video and putting it into the video for the podcast so it, it's the same audio nothing's gonna change except there will be an intro into the interview roulette segment so like when we go to break mm-hmm. in the the video in the audio file that we you know, I'd make a cut in the video and then drop in the interview roulette video there. And then when the interview roulette is done, it just picks back up with the podcast, same as it would with what we're doing. And the question is, do I go through the trouble of putting the interview roulette video in with the podcast video and stop just po- and stop posting just the interview roulette? Or do I continue doing both? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I think going down to one video might make it too long for YouTube's algorithm. No, it'd be the same length. Right, then go for it. There's, there's maybe, maybe a minute total added to the video with the the intro and the outro. Yeah, yeah I haven't even, I've never like uploaded anything to YouTube before. Yeah, no, it's just I, I don't know it. it it like I said, it's something I'm going back and forth with in my head. I'm not sure if I want to do that because I like having the interview roulette segment because it's something that can easily be shared. Yeah, um, it's a, a an entry point, if you will. Um, 
of course the fun size can easily be shared too but like if you want to if you know someone is interested in in like interview segments and and talking with people and and whatnot yeah i'll probably i'll go back and forth on this for another month and finally make a decision eventually yeah um but uh yeah that that's my only reasoning for wanting to keep the interview roulette segment set separate on youtube is that way it's something they can easily share give yourself a shorter time frame because you work better under pressure for what (laughs) the decision yeah oh well if i'm gonna keep doing it i'm just probably gonna keep doing it (laughs) it's not it's just an idea that i had that might change i might do both who the fuck knows (laughs) i sure as hell don't um but no, it, it's been fun, and, and I've enjoyed having Ace and, and Corey along for the ride. Um, having having two people that I know I can depend on, even if it's just running ideas by them, and and having it be more than just my show. Because, you know, as, as as much as I am the, the as, as Ace likes to say, you know, I'm just here for the ride, I do run shit by him. Yeah. You know, I talk to him about different <laughs> stuff. He's he's my beta tester. If Ace can figure it out, everyone can figure it out. Yeah. Um, mostly with you, it's, it's, it's just I'm bullshitting. I'm just like, yeah, do it. Yeah, bullshitting <laughs> back and forth, really. Um, I, I will say I'm, I'm, I, it makes me prouder of myself that you actually kind of want to be prepared now. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I did something good enough that Corey was like, well, fuck, I need to quit fucking around <laughs> a little bit. I need to quit fucking around a little bit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, I've enjoyed the interviews. Well, I, the interviews are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I, so. I like to think that I ask decent questions. I, I I don't know. I don't know what makes a good interview. There's there's times where I just want to throw the questions out and just get into a conversation with them about anything. Yeah. And uh, that'll be more entertaining, honestly. It might be like have the list of questions, but not lean on it. You know, actually, you know, provide conversation. I'm I'm hoping to do that with an interview that's coming up because I have. I, I have that interesting angle that I mentioned with Travis in the interview mm. about what I think has happened to movies in general and yeah. why it happened. And the person that I'm going to be speaking to that I'd like to have that conversation with, I'm I'm thinking they'll find that engaging. Are you referencing the uh, Mel Brooks thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that they'll find that engaging um, just because some of their work matches up with what I'm talking about, but we'll see. Yeah. could be the worst interview idea ever. I'm sure it'll be fun. I overthink. That's what I do. <laughs> Hi. Um, so uh, let's get into some of the fun here. Um, I, I want to thank everyone that's in the chat right now, Mr. Brown and Hootis. Um, I know that uh, uh, our Holy Mother is uh, listening in a basement somewhere. It seems fitting. <laughs> We're in a basement somewhere doing this. She's in a basement somewhere listening to this. So um, everyone else that's out there listening, thank you for joining us. I, I, I can I can see where you're all from because I'm, I'm on the back end of the, the, <laughs> the network. Uh, it's funny too, because like I'll sit here and I'll watch where where listeners are are tuning in from, or at least where their IP is pinging from. It's sure. not necessarily exactly where they're at. Right. There's always Russia. Russia is always listening to us for, for us. 
12 to 17 hours a day, 24 hours, it does not matter. Russia is listening. Um, but, uh, we've got listeners from Michigan and California and Texas and Pennsylvania, um, as well as, uh, like I said, Russia. So. Nostrovia. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only word you're going to understand. Probably. I I don't know. I know. (laughs) Bravo. But, uh, yeah, I I can't wait for, uh, your mother to send us that picture. I know. <laughs> I can hear the excitement in your voice, too. It's not a bad picture. It's no. a great photo. It's very photogenic. <laughs> it never changes. No. It, it, his face just got bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it filled out more. Um, so, with 2022 right around the corner, everybody's you know wondering what the year might hold because 2020 <laughs> was... A big bowl of shit. 2021 wasn't much better for everyone else. It was like the return of the bowl of shit. Yeah. You know, so maybe... Uh, 2022 know. is the year of the Lions. We we might oh, get lucky right. and have some Ewoks in this one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but uh, 16th century astrologer Nostradamus have predictions for what lies ahead, you know, as he was known to do i mean there there are many many predictions for centuries to come that he laid down was like yep this is gonna happen so i figured we'd go over some of the the high notes uh and how how far into the future did he predict uh well it was a book published in 1555 and it's had 942 poetic quatrains, um, and each one is a prediction, essentially. Uh, so, <laughs> my man just was like, boom, he's been described as a prophet of doom, you know, because something, something's going to happen. Um uh, The world will suffer from an asteroid strike, floods, and droughts which devastate entire countries as well as mass starvation in the future, at least according to the predictions of uh, Nostradamus. Um, He talks about global warming. Nostradamus predicted in 1555 that climate change would become so bad that the soaring temperatures would half-cook fish in the sea. He also suggested that eventually the human race will not see rain for 40 years, and when it finally does, there will be great floods, and uh, this would devastate nations. Uh, Nostradamus also wrote, because of the solar heat on the sea, uh, the fishes will be half-cooked, inhabitants will come to cut them, when the biscuit will fall, or will fail, Rhodes and Genoa. In another section of his book, Nostradamus also wrote, For 40 years, the rainbow will not be seen. For 40 years, it will be seen every day. Uh, The dry earth will grow more parched, and there will be great floods when it is seen. Uh, The astrologist appears to be suggesting that devastating floods of biblical proportions will hit the world in the near future. Of course, you know, the world's already seen devastating heat waves and floods and droughts in the recent years. Uh, the United Nations are warning that natural disasters will become more frequent and intense in a bombshell report dubbed Code Red for Humanity. Um, they're saying that, you know, 
our temperature is rising and as such the world will react to said temperature rise now i believe in global warming i do i don't always necessarily believe that we're a catalyst for it i believe earth's gonna do what earth's gonna do yeah um and we have i feel like these predictions though the reason i never got into the whole nash drama stuff i do go into conspiracy theories and stuff but um this is one of those like somebody said something vague and then we saw this and we correlated it ourselves yeah and it could be I mean, um, a lot of the, and I hesitate to say this because we we had uh, Artie Hoffman on, but a lot of the the predictive nature of things like that, it's kind of a parlor trick at times, depending on who's doing it and the intent behind it. Yeah. A lot of it is, you know, saying just enough of the right words to get the other person to fill in the blanks, and it fits. Now... 1555 could they have known much about the the world and and what could happen and stuff like that no not really but i mean it, it's maybe they had a hot summer like oh this is gonna last forever oh that's a good prediction um <laughs> uh, nostradamus also appeared to predict that in 1555 that the earth would be hit by an asteroid strike causing mass death uh, it's unclear from the astronomer's prediction when the supposed strike of celestial stone will occur, but he wrote that a great fire would fall from the sky. In one passage, he wrote, New impetuous and sudden rain will suddenly halt two armies. Celestial stone, fire make the sea stony, the death of seven by land and sea sudden. Um, he also wrote, a great fire will fall from the sky for three nights. The cause will appear both stupefying and marvelous. Shortly afterwards, there will be an earthquake. Uh, it appears he was suggesting that we would get hit, you know, by an asteroid or, or meteor. Mm. Uh, the world has tons of close calls with asteroids all the time. Yeah. You know, in fact, we've got one coming up shortly after the new year where it's passing... There's nothing to worry about. It's it's passing far enough away that it's it, it's not going to hit us. But in space terms, it's really fucking close to us. Yeah. You know. Um, a headline for that one, and even like, so I'll open like tabs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to read that later, you know, because I see that work on break or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to read this at home. <laughs> so I have a bunch of tabs open of things. I saw the headline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's it's, it's going to pass by us far enough away that, you know, it's not that big of a concern. But in space terms, it's it's relatively fucking close. And those are actual concerns, though. That's why they have things that detect asteroids. Yeah. And satellites. Um, Nostradamus also predicted a global famine caused by inflation, which sends prices rising in a failing economy. Mass starvation will also see conflict rise, according to Nostradamus, as people fight over natural resources impacted by climate change. In one section, he wrote, No abbots, monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high the price of wheat that man is stirred, his fellow man to eat in his despair. Another thing that is, you know, it uh, ebbs and flows with time. You know, it's it's entirely possible that you could say 
that hit, species is going to hit a point where yeah start to starve. Well, history repeats yeah, itself. Yeah. You know, 1555 again. Let's let's look at what the world was like in 1555, and you know, see the cycles that we continually go through. Yeah, it's it, it's not as the world gets bigger. If they didn't see any change for production or or growth or anything like that, yeah. Uh, it also appears that he might have predicted the rise of artificial intelligence. Um, technology has evolved to such an extent over the last few decades that it's hard to know what developments will happen in the near future. But Nostradamus appeared to suggest that humans will become immortal through the rise of AI technology. He wrote, The moon in the full night above the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciples and invited to be immortal eyes to the south hands and bosoms bodies in the fire the author's words could be interpreted as a nod to the rise of ai technology where immortal disciples could replace the humans on earth uh, the world has already seen tesla ceo elon musk announced the company will launch a humanoid robot in the coming years in a bid to replace humans in the workplace where the work is dangerous, repetitive, or boring. So, yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing. Like, Nostradamus's predictions are always taken with a grain of salt. I wonder how he had them, though. Do you think he, like, found some psychedelics and... Cocaine! Just traveled. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it was drugs. It, more than likely, too, it was probably, like, mushrooms and shit like that. Yeah, like... Like, natural psychedelics. And all of a sudden, he's just, like, in the future. Uh-huh. Whoa. Or he thought he was. He, right, he yeah. thought he was. He saw some shit and, and he wrote it down. Book. Yeah, <laughs> he saw a thing or two, so he wrote a thing or two. Imagine being that dude's neighbor, though. You're, you know, you're living in 1955. <laughs> Honey, Nostradamus is naked, screaming at the sky again in his front lawn. Something ain't right about that boy. This is a cow farm. <laughs> You're gonna have cows outside. <laughs> uh, but no, like I said, you know, it, it's uh, Nostradamus's predictions have always been taken with a grain of salt. And they, you know, there's been ton, tons of people who have predicted things. Like they tried to say that Nostradamus predicted um, 9/11, and there are a couple of passages in there that could. I think I've seen that fire one related to yeah. missiles over Iraq and things like that. And then I, uh, Iron Birds. You know, uh, and uh, Iron Birds and Towers are mentioned in the one that they're like, yeah, that he was talking about. Uh, okay. Or he was just really fucking high. I was like, you know, it'd be fucking metal as shit. <laughs> Iron Birds. <laughs> he really did see the future. Uh, for the last podcast on the left fans that might be listening to us tonight, uh, I have to throw in Henry's because, you know, What's more badass than metal birds? <laughs> they already work for the bourgeoisie. Find yourself a squirrel friend. <laughs> That's right. The birds work for the bourgeoisie, but the squirrels, they work for me. Because we're all nuts. Uh, but no, like I said, you know, everything's taken with a grain of salt. Hell, there's that fucking uh, 
time traveler on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen those oh, those videos and yeah, whatnot. He was like a COVID cleaner or something. I, yeah, I don't know what he is, but yeah. like he's they're still going and there's still predictions left and right. And like he's one of them that has interested me is like they're going to find a race of Cthulhu underneath the planet. I'm like, really? Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Right. <laughs> I don't care what happens to us after that. Let me see Cthulhu is real. <laughs> uh, take that, Bigfoot hunters. <laughs> uh, Pornville, Pornhub revealed uh, what the top searches for Christmas were. Um, and uh, one having a 400% spike. Uh, let's see. Did they? No, they did not give me a list, so give me a second. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah some people really do love christmas so much more that they tailor part of their lives to be as festive as fuck even their porn searches it would seem how do we know well Pornhub has revealed some of the terms uh that have been spiking with one increasing by over 400 percent uh this year's searches for mrs claus have skyrocketed rising by 401 percent uh but Santa's wife has been much more sought after in the past. Back in 2018, uh, searches for Mrs. Claus reached all-time high they had uh, they ever had, and they've been declining ever since. Speaking of Santa, the big man himself has seen a re- uh, recorded as the second most searched term on the site, uh, with a 374% rise. Other popular terms included Elf, Triple Xmas, and Elf Hentai. Uh, if you've never heard of hentai, it's a form of porn that is growing in popularity and consists of uh, adult anime and manga. Uh, that is like the blandest fucking description of what hentai is. Yeah. Yeah, if if you can think of an orifice, it's probably got a tentacle in it if you're uh, watching or uh, looking at hentai. Um, so, uh, speaking of a spike of interest, the type, uh, you know, they, they asked a doctor, and the cartoons are much more fantastical than regular porn, uh, but because it's not real, it can go further with less restraint than reality offers. Uh, hentai porn also tends to have more of a storyline, and people seem to be more and more drawn to context. I, I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't really plot. need. Yeah, I, 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 plot. Why, why would you want plot in your porn? <laughs> you know, if you make it fifteen minutes, you've right. done something wrong. You're just gonna fast forward anyway. Stories. <laughs> sometimes you're trying to interview swingers. That's like back in the day when we used to read those magazines for the articles. <laughs> Before the internet. While we're talking about porn searches and whatnot. Here we go. I have one that... Um, we all do. No. It's our favorite. I just have Reddit. <laughs> I have an account with Reddit that has all my favorites saved. That doesn't surprise me. No. Do you remember the, the fucking sex term that I sent you? Earlier this week? No. The Michigan chicken salad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did Are you, you think? Are you a story about that right No, now? no. I'm going to read what the Michigan chicken salad is. I thought it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send it to you, did I? No. The Michigan chicken salad. It has ingredients. 
First things and foremost, you need at least three people and two of them males. So already off the bat, you're going to be Eiffel Towering at some point. Right. Just understand this. You also need one pound of chicken breast, salt, pepper, garlic, lemon, and olive oil, one onion, one small bag of croutons, about eight ounces, and a uh, quarter pound of Traverse City cherries. Lube is optional. Take one chicken chicken breast, season with salt, pepper, and garlic. Cut up the chicken breast into one-inch squares. Heat up the pan and squirt olive oil and um, onions for about five minutes. Uh, Cook chicken for approximately 15 to 20 minutes. One person positions themselves using a wall or support structure of some kind, upside down with their anus in the air fully exposed. Place fully cooked chicken pieces into exposed anus, add some Traverse City cherries, squirt of lemon, and some croutons. At least two other males then take turns masturbating into the anus of the upside-down person for the let rest for ten minutes. Remove the contents from the anus, place in a salad bowl, add salt and pepper to taste. It serves ten. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm reading this and Corey's just sitting there horrified like why so listen when I opened it up I started to read it I was like this is too long so I skipped to the end <laughs> okay so you skipped all the way to the end where it says serves 10 a little bit before that I saw the uh, person positions himself upside down and yeah and I was like alright that's good enough <laughs> Until you got to the going upside down part, I'm sitting there going, "Okay, now I kind of want some fucking some, some salad." <laughs> and yeah, thanks, you ruined it. I'm glad I could do that for you. I really am. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to have ruined your appetite. Michigan chicken salad for you. <sighs> no, you don't. You can't hate it here. You live here. So the thing about those stories, though, is like. That's all on what Urban Dictionary. Yeah. You know, is somebody out there just like creating these wild descriptions? You know, just, just randomly would like. Try them. Is it a giant book of fiction, or is there people out there doing this? Um, I'm gonna go with a little from column A and a little from column B. Yeah. Is that troll who makes them? There's that one guy who's like, you know what? I kind of want to try it now. Because, okay, here's the thing. Urban Dictionary, I've added one to Urban Dictionary. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to get it to come up now. Search. So, uh, is the merch going to be changing uh, yes. as well when we do the name change? Yep. Everything will be uh, switching over. Uh, in fact, tonight is your last chance to be able to get anything the Odd Pod related because as of tomorrow morning when I wake up, it all comes tumbling down. We're just changing. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some new, st- there's one or two new things going up. But uh, for the most part, yeah, it's uh, just swapping the name. So I, uh, I can't, dude. Urban Dictionary is like terrible to try and search. Yeah, sites used to be better. 
Everybody made their own app. That's what changed everything, you know? Yeah, and now none of it works right. Yeah. Whatever. I don't fucking care. I, I've added two things to um, Urban Dictionary. Yes, you can add your own. If you come up with something and come up with a good enough definition for it, you can add it to Urban Dictionary. I respect that. I have a list here of people divulging the most morbid facts that they know. But what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and go to our next break, and we're going to come back with this. Thanks for checking out the Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Odd Pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to tapdetroit.com forward slash the Odd Pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk. <laughs> 